Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. We are heading for the Supreme Court. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, we actually have two cases, one that's already pending at the U.S. Supreme Court involving Sandra Merritt. That's the case involving Sandra's undercover investigative work with Planned Parenthood. We'll know sometime this fall whether the high court will take the case. And we are about ready to file another request with the U.S. Supreme Court, this one on behalf of the main healthcare workers involving Governor Janet Mills and her administration that issued a directive in 2021 requiring all healthcare workers at certain healthcare facilities to get the COVID shots. Unbelievably, she required that the employers have a 100% vaccination rate and that they were not allowed to even consider an employee's request for a religious accommodation, and if they granted a religious accommodation, they would lose their licenses even over one individual. So these employers in Maine, following the threat of the governor and her administration, denied without any consideration every single healthcare worker's request for a religious accommodation. You know, it's been encouraging. We have seen some victories regarding these COVID shot mandates. But Governor Janet Mills just keeps digging in her unconstitutional heels in this case. And despite having a shortage of nurses during COVID, she was kicking them to the curb if they wouldn't get the COVID shot. And she's still digging in her heels and saying, no, uh, they don't get religious exemptions and no, they don't get their jobs back. You know, it's unbelievable, Janet Mills. She has been one of the worst offenders on the whole COVID uh, issue from the very beginning. And she was one of the worst in the country. We sued her because of the church lockdowns, because, too. Yeah, with regards to churches. This is our second time with her, yeah. yeah. We went after her with regards to the church lockdowns, and now uh, again with this. So we won 3-0 to zero at the Court of Appeals with respect to going after the state uh, over the Title VII and the constitutionality issue, particularly the First Amendment religious free exercise violations of these laws. But the Court of Appeals upheld the a dismissal of the private employer providers on the basis that they said, well, they had no other choice because if they granted a Title VII religious accommodation, they would be in violation of the state law and they would lose their license. But the problem with that argument is that the federal law, Title VII, preempts a state law. And so when Title VII says that you cannot discriminate on the basis of religion in the workplace, a state cannot come after that and say, you must discriminate against employees on the basis of religion, irrespective of what the federal law says. The federal law trumps the contrary state law on that same topic. And so... And she threatens to take those employers' license away. Yeah, threatens to take their license. <laughs> so, you know, what's a, you know, these employers are thinking, well, if I grant even one person's religious accommodation mm -hmm. request, then the entire hospital, the entire medical facility will lose its ability right. to operate. The entire facility will be shut down and fined by the governor. 
Which is all unlawful, unconstitutional, what she's doing. Now, frankly, I, I have sympathy to these private employers, but what they should have done is they should have, instead of violating the federal law, which they are obligated to follow, they should have gone directly into the state court, asked for, or a federal court, asked for a de declaratory judgment, uh, directing them as to how they should proceed. Mm -hmm. Instead, what they did, fearing the governor, uh, they just simply denied all these requests, and they terminated these healthcare workers. Now, for years preceding the COVID pandemic, Maine already suffered a critical shortage of nurses as of January 2021, just before uh, the big COVID outbreak, you know, happened in 2020 and the mandates later in 2021. Uh, more than one third of all Maine nursing homes reported nurse shortages. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the nursing shortage, just two weeks before the first COVID case was recognized in the U.S. in 2020, the CEO of Maine's largest long-term health care provider was already warning that the situation is dire. Then the pandemic hit, and Maine's health care professionals dug in, often working around the clock and risking their own lives to serve patients, uh, doctors, nurses, medical staff, uh, they were true heroes. And in fact, Governor Mills herself in early 2021 called them health care heroes. But, but then they suddenly changed. became zeros. Yeah. <laughs> she literally called them health care yeah. heroes in early 2021. But then in the fall of 2021, they became, as you said, health care zeros. They have been heroes. I mean, yeah. our clients have been, you know, loyal to their positions, but they're also loyal to the Lord. They're not going to take a shot that is abort associated with aborted fetal cells. You know, so they draw the line with that. But and it's just a job, even though they've been loyal about it. And so she she can't force them to violate their own religious conscience. One of our uh, plaintiffs, uh, for example, is Alicia. She's the lead plaintiff in the case, and she has had a passion for nursing for many years. She worked hard to earn her master's degree in nursing, and she was the lead operating nurse at her main hospital for 20 years. Mm. And now that she was terminated for not taking the COVID shot, She's working in construction just to put food on the table. Right. I mean, we need somebody like that with this kind of experience, dedication, and passion for right. nursing. Maine already had a shortage of nurses. Now they have a worse shortage of nurses because people like Alicia and others have been forced out. One uh, particular individual moved from another state. Maine, before the pandemic, was enticing healthcare workers from other states to come to Maine. Uh, and to be able to fill in some of these gaps. So they were giving them moving bonuses, signing bonuses. One of our uh, individuals that we worked with moved from another state to Maine, got a signing bonus, a moving bonus. Her husband was attending a school in Maine to pursue a medical career as well. She was terminated. She went to immediately another hospital to try to apply uh, the very next day after she was terminated, they said, we would love to have you, but we can't hire you because of this directive. If we do, uh, we can't give you a medical, we can't give you a religious exemption because we'll lose our license. And granted, you know, Maine is very pretty in the summer, but in the winter, it gets very cold. So well, it's not like you know, people are flocking to Maine. <laughs> for those people who are not familiar with Maine, I became more familiar with some of the ruralness of Maine when mm -hmm. we began representing our uh, church client in Maine. Uh, and he was the pastor of that church, was raised uh, in a very rural, poor area of Maine. Remember the case of the 
uh, vouchers went to the U.S. Supreme Court. Why was Maine giving vouchers to parents to go to a private school? Because some of the rural areas didn't have public schools. Right. So they were giving vouchers to parents to attend a private school of their choice or even a public school of their choice if it was out of the area. They refused to give them, however, vouchers for attending religious schools, and the Supreme Court overturned that, saying it violated the First Amendment. But the reason why they were trying to help parents get a voucher is because they didn't have public schools in some of these rural areas. Mm -hmm. Some of the health care in some of these areas, whether they're populated or not, already had low nurse uh, populations. But the rural areas particularly were hit because uh, it was harder to recruit people to those rural areas. That's why they were giving these incentives for nurses and other medical professionals to come into Maine. Then Governor Mills made this stupid decision in 2021 to force them to get the COVID shot. And that even further decimated uh, the healthcare workers. A study confirmed, for example, that 38% of nursing homes and long-term facilities in Maine are reporting nursing shortages a more than 18% increase from 2021 when the pandemic began. Yeah, so we continue to fight for these heroes. They're still heroes in our hearts and our minds, and we're going to fight, and hopefully the Supreme Court will take this case. So what we have are two different tracks that we're going on. Number one, uh, we are going against the state of Maine with discovery now that we got the 3-0 to zero decision upheld at the or reversed uh, on the uh, Court of Appeals. Uh, Maine, uh, Governor Maine is trying to get the case dismissed, saying it's moot now because, oh, by the way, they're repealing the mandate. Mm. Well, they still need to be held accountable. The other track is, irrespective of the repeal of the mandate, there has already been damage to these healthcare workers who have been terminated by these employers. And now that case, we will be filing with the U.S. Supreme Court in the near future this month. So pray for this case involving Maine healthcare workers and our other case pending at the U.S. Supreme Court involving Sandra Merritt in our lawsuit and our fight against Planned Parenthood. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org, lc.org. If you have a question and need legal help, you can go to lc.org and click on the Legal Help tab and sign up, and we will be contacting you as soon as possible, lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.